The Cal Halbert Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Cal Halbert Podcast. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm Cal Halbert. <laughs> On today's episode, we have got Johnny Sperling, who is one half of Bell and Sperling, who you probably know best from singing that song Sven, 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 Goran Eriksen. I'm not going to pay for the rights to play it because, well, I. I I, 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 well, I haven't got the money, and, um, well, I think I've got a beautiful voice that you all want to listen to. I first met the fabulous... Fabulous? Is fabulous the word for Johnny? Well, I first met Johnny Sperling uh, when I was working down at Love Sport covering uh, for his double-act partner, Martin Bell, when he was on holiday. Uh, so I had three weeks of working with this fabulous man who, yeah, I've just said fabulous again. Fabulous, yeah, okay, fine, fabulous Johnny Sperling. Uh, and that was such a long time ago, we've become very good friends. Uh, and he, I thought, well, I definitely want him on the podcast. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, so here we go, let's head over. The Cal Halbert Podcast. So I'm very pleased to say on the podcast today, the Cal Halbert Podcast, very clever name. I've got the one, the only, Johnny Sperling, everybody. Hello, Johnny. Hey. I'm not. Uh, I'm not worthy of that intro, sir. You know, it's uh, actually. I'm, as I said to you uh, in the warm-up bit that we were doing, I'm just pleased to be saying anything or doing anything uh, at the moment because it's been what nine months of. Is it ten? Well, it's nearly a year, isn't it? Well, yeah, March, isn't it? March. So it'd be ten months. Oh, it's just. It's, well, there's nothing going on. Things. I saw. I saw you've been popping up doing a. What was it? The the raffle. No, the... Oh, bingo. Bingo! <laughs> I'm doing a <laughs> raffle. Yeah, I've been doing a raffle, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, I think, you know what, bingo, raffle, it's all the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I thought I'll do a podcast and stuff because, yeah. I, I mean, you say it's been about 10 months or so, but I'm certain that this has all been planned to ruin my birthdays because we went into full lockdown the first time the weekend yeah. of my birthday in, in March this year. Well, you know what? I've, I've been, I, was, I was having a bit of luck at the time when the lockdown came. Um, an artist that I'd been working with went viral uh, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a song that she was just um, on the street. She, someone came up to her with a microphone and uh, said, sing the lyrics. So she did. And it went absolutely viral. She went on the Ellen show. Wow. And it was looking great. We were going to earn loads of money. I was going to be producing her album. And uh, lockdown. <laughs> you can't believe your luck. You wait all this time for something. And, uh, you know. And only previously, only about a couple of months ago, a couple before that, I've been sacked from a certain radio station that we were both working on. <laughs> I thought, oh, here we go. I've got something coming up here, and uh, no. Well, that radio station doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't, does it? I don't know whether that's down to the fact that we were on it or we were not on it. I, I think because we were on it, I think, well, we enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, the people uh, in charge there uh, didn't agree. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, yeah. one of the things so I covered for so right let's go back ever so slightly most people will know you as one half of Bell and Sperling yes. who sang that's quite correct yes who sang Sven 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 and Golden Balls and Golden Balls yes and uh, more recently we did a Christmas record which went viral but didn't really you know the charts is a weird thing now as you know uh, it's not the same as it used to be so uh, mum are you alright there what, what's going on 
you, you're scraping behind me. What are you doing? I've got my mum in the background. <laughs> she's doing, uh, she's, uh, what are you doing, mum? She's good. Come and say hello to Cal. Come and say hello on the podcast. <laughs> Come on, mum. <laughs> now, she, um, she used to ring up. In fact, what I used to do, Cal, uh, when we first... Uh, hello, mum. Say hello. Hello, Cal. Yeah. Hello, mum. She's 87, my mum. <laughs> yeah, she's 87 years old. And what used to happen was, it was a good feature on the, on the radio show uh, with Ben and Spurley. We used, what we used to do is, about four o'clock, I'd, uh, I'd get one of the producers to phone my mum and say, uh, and put her through. She didn't know that it was happening. And I'd say, what's for dinner, mum? <laughs> and, uh, tell me, wouldn't you? What, yeah, is, for, what is for dinner, mum? <laughs> What, what we got today? Sausage and mash. Have we? <laughs> that's what you can have if you like. Oh, lovely. Oh. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> first folks, so. An exclusive for the Cal Halbert podcast. <laughs> Are you a lover of sausage and mash, Cal? Oh, I love bangers and mash. Yeah, yeah. Bangers and mash, mate. With gravy or tomato sauce? With gravy. I like to make like a, like a volcano with the mashed potato and put the gravy in the middle. No, 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 I understand. I'll get, I'll get both of you there. But I must say, uh, it's also good with tomato sauce. But, you know, if you're going to have the onions with it, you have to, I think, a bit of gravy. <laughs> anyway, so that's what we used to do. I've digressed. I've gone, I've, gone off, uh, I've gone off track. What were we saying? But we were talking about Bell and Sperling. You did Golden Balls and you did a, a Christmas show as well. We, no, not a Christmas show. No, we did a Christmas song. Yes, Christmas song. It's called... Um, Oh, God. Merry Brexmas. It was very, very funny. It was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good song. But unfortunately, we released it a bit too late. We released it in the December uh, to get out for Christmas, which yeah. is miles too. You have to, you have to release a Christmas record about beginning of November at the late. When did you meet Martin Bell? I met Martin um, many, many years ago. And I'm going back to the 80s now, when you was a mere chit of a lad, my friend. I said, no, you weren't born. No, I wasn't. I wouldn't have been born. You <laughs> <I> realised <laughs> it wasn't. You didn't even exist when I met mine. Um, what year was you born? Ninety-three. <gasps> oh my god, that makes me sound so old. <laughs> um, yeah. So I met Martin about nine. We were what happened? Rob? We were, he lived in a place called Chidwell, mm -hmm. and I lived in a place called Gans Hill in Essex. And we both knew of each other. We were both in our teens, I suppose, when he had two rival bands. One was called Babakoto, which was mine. And he had one called Pineapple Party. And my band uh, actually did very well. We uh, we got onto the Radio 1 playlist and we nearly... But we had a turntable hit. They used to call it a turntable hit. And we had a turntable hit with a song called Just To Get By. And I was I grew up with a with a guy called Jules DiMartino. Uh, and he was the drummer and uh, in the band. And we grew up together. And then 20 years later, he then, <coughs> excuse me, was one half of the Teen Jeans. <coughs> Do excuse me, I'm choking. He was one half of the Teen Jeans. You know, that's not my name. Yeah, yeah. So he had success and I didn't. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm not bitter. Uh, so, yeah, Martin, anyway, with Martin, what happened was we, uh, we we both split up from our mutual bands. And then he was uh, doing another band called 1968. Oh, God, this is boring. And he phoned me up and said, are you doing anything? Because I, I was a bass player as well. Right. And I 
know, and I, and I joined his band, and then somehow he was doing other gigs as well, and then we became Bell and Sperling, this, this, this singing duo with, but then we used to put comedy in. Yeah. I got so bored singing covers. I can't tell you how boring it is just singing other people's songs to backing tracks. One of the one of the most boring things you could ever do. So to make up for it, we used to just do comedy uh, in in between that. Like we changed the lyrics. I, I don't know if, if you could swear on this podcast now, um, but we used to change the lyrics and make them rather filthy. <laughs> so who came up with the idea of Sven, Sven, Sven then? Because that was you. That's uh, that's a song that I would remember most and because i remember it and it was like it it, it was huge it was huge well what happened was with with french french friend we'd been doing a radio show uh and actually it was talk sports it was like in their infancy one of their first shows that they did hawksby and jacobs right Mm -hmm. andy jacobs i was a big fan of bell and spurning we'd sent um we'd sent him a demo of us doing something I can't remember, uh, like a, a, a video of, of us doing some comedy. Yeah. So he got us on his show. And he one day he suggested, it, he said, well, he, he used to get us to write things. He said, are you coming on tomorrow? He said, we want you to do like a, a thing about, I don't know, uh, whoever it was, Tilly Correctly Dilshan. Tilly Correctly Dilshan was a, a cricketer. Right. If you remember him, we didn't. We don't like cricket, do we? Uh, <laughs> well, well, we could say that, but the only time we found it absolutely hilarious was when Steve Smith, where you would sing a song. Can, can we have a rendition of uh, your song about Steve Smith? We ain't Steve Smith, but we ain't Steve Smith. We ain't Steve Smith, but we ain't Steve Smith. We are the Steve Smith haters. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we had a we had a we had a, a, a cricket correspondent called. Uh, we used to call him Cricket Critchard. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember rightly, I I was on the I was on the old uh, on a good old red double decker bus coming home once. I took a picture. I t- in front of me was this fella, and you remember this. He had on he had on a syrup, which is of course a wig. Well, it, it was, wasn't it? It was incredible. Yeah, it was, wasn't good. it? It was yeah. an amazing picture. And I took a picture of the back of him. And Cricket Critchard, we used to call him, used to come on to do our, um, to do a bit of the show with us, didn't he? To do all the cricket stuff. And while he was talking, do you remember I showed him the picture? And it was the only time he ever actually really could not speak. Do you remember? Yeah, I do, yeah. Because <laughs> you, were, you were very, this is one thing I will give to you, Johnny Sperling, is that yeah. on air, you could go off on a tangent quite, quite quickly in the likes of, no matter who was on the end of the phone, if someone mentioned Steve Smith, you would sing your song. If someone mentioned Steve Bruce, you would say... Steve Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Not doing bad for you, is he, really? Oh, well, I'm a bit indifferent to him now. You know, I didn't like him, and then I thought, well, he's not doing too badly, and now I'm just going, oh, what's the point? So... <laughs> Three hours of talking about sport, and it was it was hard, wasn't it? <laughs> but where was I anyway? I see I went on a tangent again. Oh yeah, uh, Andy Jacobs. Now Andy Jacobs said to us, "Write a song about Schwenger and Harrison, please." So he did. So we uh, we went came home, and Martin said, "What used to happen was Martin sent me a lyric, and I remember reading it, and it started out Schwen Schwen Schwen." 
So I sat at the keyboard and thought of the tune. I went, spin, spin, spin. You're on Ericsson. It started like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so we wrote that for that show. But uh, they used it once. And then we went and did a thing on Capital Gold. Uh, a guy called uh, Mike. So I can't remember his name now. I'm sorry, Mike. Um, Andy, Andy Turner. Sorry, not Mike. His name was Andy Turner. And he got us to do a show. Uh, on the mornings, on the Saturday mornings, uh, called Terry's Turnstiles with Terry Alderton, which we will talk about soon where, where I hooked up with him. Yeah. And uh, he started playing it. And Chris Tarrant was on Capital Radio. Chris Tarrant. Hello. Welcome back to Hilt's Me. I'm Elliot there. That's it. And he loved it. He started to play it. And uh, the rest is history, really, with it. It just took off. Yeah. Because... Yeah, the really successful radio show. And then we, the next thing we know, we were on top of the pops. You know, it was, it was an amazing time. Amazing time. It really was. So did you come up with the musical aspects as well as lyrics? or? Well, yeah, I was always the music. I was, yeah, because um, I had the studio, you know, and I was, I was the musician, I suppose you want to say, out of the two of us. Uh, and Martin was very, very, very good at uh, comedy lyrics. Very yeah. good. Oh, he is. I mean, he is very good at it. And uh, so, you know, and, and I would uh, offer some some input to that. But he was mostly uh, responsible for the funny lyric, you know. You know, things like a great lyric in the song is um, um, Einstein drive via Bumpf, that's five in German. It's been a great Einstein drive via Bumpf, that's five in German. You know, and because uh, we won, we we beaten five one. That's what yeah. the song was. So you know, there was clever lyrics like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, very, he's very, they were funny. After um, Sven, Sven, Sven. So you were asked to make a song after about Sven, but how did Golden Balls come about? Oh, Golden Balls. Now, um, yeah, it was, it was, there was a big thing. Well, Posh and Bex were on. <coughs> excuse me, Parkinson. And Parkinson uh, said, to, I think it was Parkinson, or was it? It could have been, no, I think it was Ali G had them on. Oh, is, um, this, is this the interview where they say, um, uh, is, is he going to grow, is your son going to grow up to be yes. a footballer like his dad or a singer like, and he named another singer? He admitted that she had a nickname for him, didn't she? Calling him Golden Balls. So uh, there was a big thing went about it at the time. So um, I think I had a suggest- Martin had a suggestion that we should do a song about uh, Golden Ball. So we went in the studio, and I can remember um, sitting there, and it, we wanted it to be different to Sven. We didn't want it to be such a, a kind of a Chas and Davy thing. Mm-hmm. We wanted it to be more of Sinatra, more swing. So I can remember sitting there, and I took a song called... Oh God! Dun, 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 dun. Uh, in my head, sorry, uh, I can't remember the title of it now. But it was a song by Frank Sinatra, "Witchcraft." Sorry, yeah. called "Witchcraft." And we took—I took that. I reversed the because it went those fingers through my hair, and I took the melody and went la da 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 da, which is the song. I was the boy next door, and that was it. And then we started seeing, uh, doing Golden Balls. That we, then we started to Warner Brothers with that. And uh, that was another, that wasn't a big hit, but it was on the number one album. Yeah, it was great. You know, we had, did a great video for it. Good times. Yeah, I've seen the video. I love it. Good times, uh, Cal, and I spent the money very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> lots of uh, lots of lemonade. Lots of lemonade. Lots of lemonade, my friend. <laughs> well, when you're given lemons, you make lemonade. <laughs> and I had big lemons, my friend. Big lemons. <laughs> So let's go back. Yeah. You, were, you, you said uh, earlier you met Terry Alderton, who's a fantastic comedian. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Terry, you know, Terry's a great comic. He, he, you know, a brilliant comic, and all the comics revered him. You know, Terry. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, he was a he was a absolute monster at the uh, at the comedy store. He was well known for getting like one or two stand innovations at the comedy store. That's really hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people, people didn't want to uh, follow him. You know, exactly. So I used to, I started to knock about with him. Very, very good friends. We stopped, we, we became, and uh, we, we did a lot of, I, I used to do a lot of uh, his cues for him. I used to go to his shows and do cues. And one day we were driving back driving to a gig, sorry, and uh, the guy phoned and said, the gigs, uh, the actual gig's been cancelled. We were doing a, a, a radio show for him, uh, that, a vehicle for him for Radio 4, but that didn't materialise. And they said, there's still a spot there, but there's still a spot there, but uh, you're not, uh, we can't do the thing now. Right. So he said to me, why don't you and I go up and do something? And I said, oh, okay. So we, we got there and we in the car we were talking about these two characters called the Johns. And uh, we invented these characters called the Johns. We got to the place. Math, math, uh, I can't remember math. You know math? Math Brown? You've got it. Sorry, Math, for forgetting your name. It was Math Brown's place up in uh, uh, Kilburn. And uh, we went there on a little stage it was, and we had a keyboard, and we started doing the Johns. It was great fun. Where the audience loved it. And uh, a couple of years later, we were in Edinburgh doing a, uh, uh, an award-winning show. And um, it was fantastic. You know, really great fun. I loved every second of it. Uh, but nothing really materialised after that. We're, uh, you know, things happen, and um, I wish it, it had carried on. But, uh, you know, there you go. These things happen. I won't dwell on that. <laughs> but I had a great time. It was a great show. As you know, you've done Edinburgh. Yeah. It's an incredible It's an incredible place during the Fringe, isn't it? Oh, God, it's wonderful. I loved every second of it. I'll tell you a little story about it. I was doing, we, we went to the abattoir. It's called, do you, do you remember the abattoir? Yeah, yeah. You go to the abattoir after the gig, right? So I'm standing there. And all of a sudden, I see uh, Clive Anderson. So, oh, oh, Clive, you know, you, you, you talk to him like you've known him for years. Yeah. Hello, Clive. All right, mate. You know, you had a few sherbets. And, um, oh, hello. He said, oh, hello. I said, uh, yeah. I said, what are you doing here then? He said, oh, I'm here with the, uh, I'm here with the, uh, whose line is it anyway team? He said, I said, oh, really? I said, great. Oh, brilliant. I have to come and see that. He said, yes. I said, well, all the old team with you? <coughs> he said, yes, Josie Lawrence and, um, and Tony Slattery, I said, Tony Slattery? Tony Slattery, I said, my God. Now, Tony Slattery was a tall, good-looking fella. Yeah. You know Tony? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know of Tony. Yeah, he was a dark, good-looking, good-looking fella, you know, in his day. So I said, Tony, I was, and nobody had heard from him for, for years, Tony. I said, wow, I said, really, Tony? I said, that'd be interesting. I haven't seen Tony. Yes, he said, yes, he's here. So anyway, so we had a little conversation and uh, I didn't think much about it. So um, I've gone outside for a 
quick snout and and um, don't don't smoke kids and uh, i went outside anyway and uh, i was gonna say we, we need to go in there and say well a, a snout is a cigarette for those of oh, you listening. Right. <laughs> yes it's, it's a slang watching too much porridge <laughs> <laughs> and eating too much of it as well and uh, i'm standing there and i've, I've looked over and, and there's this disheveled standing there he's he's hunched over you know and I've gone up to him and said, um, hello, you know, we started talking. So he said, what are you, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I'm, um, I'm here with Terry Alderson. We're doing a show called All Crazy Now. I said, it's really good. Uh, well, you know, I think it's good. And he said, oh, yes, I'll have to come and see that. I said, uh, um, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm here. He said, I'm here with a, I'm here with a show called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Whose Line Is It Anyway? I said, oh. I said, I was just talking to Clive Anderson about that. I said, it's funny, I said, uh, apparently Tony Slattery is in it. And he looked at me and he went, I am Tony Slattery. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I just gave him a hug. He looked, oh, cow, he looked awful. I'm sorry, but I hope he looks better now. But poor Tony didn't look good then. I mean, he, he didn't look like the same fella. Unrecognisable. Did you start digging a hole or did you? Oh, God. Well, actually, you know what? He, he took it really, he took it, he took it really well. I mean, he was lovely. He said, oh, no, I am too exaggerated. You know, and I went, oh, no. And I just gave my hug. So it kind of diffused it quickly. You oh, know? that's good. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a great story about being at the fringe. It was one of my first years. And I mean, it, it is such an amazing place, and that you'll just be walking down the street, and Tim Vine walks past you, and you go, "Was that, was that Tim Vine? That that's in, that's incredible." But um, yeah, a couple of my friends, um, Dan Willis, who lives over in uh, Australia now, he ran a couple of gigs, a uh, fair few gigs up here, uh, and, he, he, and uh, I was with him, and we went into uh, the Loft Bar, which is yeah, uh, Loft, yeah, top of the Gilded Balloon. And I was sat chatting away with all these people. And now it, it was a Friday or Saturday where it was really busy. So it was rammed. And the bouncer, there was a bouncer on the door to get into the, the smoking area. So it was one in, one out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was one in, one out. That's right. And I was sat there thinking, and I don't smoke, but I was like, I could really do some fresh air because it's it is really hot in here. Right. <laughs> but I was like, but there's a there's a, a longer queue to get into the smoking area than it was to get into the club. So I was like, oh, oh. right, okay, yeah. And Rich <laughs> Hall, uh, the Rich, oh, Rich Hall, Rich Hall, how you doing? Great to see. You. I love Rich Hall. Fantastically yeah. funny man. I saw him, and I was sat down with a drink, and Rich Hall was walking, and he just walked <laughs> straight to the front of the queue of this smoking right. area, and I thought, right. well, I mean, I understand you, Rich Hall, but. There's manners here. Do you know you yes. can't you can't just cut in front. <laughs> and he was walking straight to the front of the queue. The bouncer said yeah. it's one in, one out. And the bouncer, he, Rich, didn't even say a word. He just looked at the bouncer and went, "Hey, you doing?" Walked around, <laughs> walked around the bouncer and climbed through the window and out onto the smoking area. <laughs> and Rich is a, oh, what? Rich is what sixty odd years old. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? We're, uh, we did um, the Galway Festival and Rick, Rich Arl was there and he took a liking to me. Me and Rich got on well. And we, we were at the airport coming home and I wore his steps on all the way home. <laughs> went, look, look after me. Look after that for me, will you? And he stuck it on my head. 
<laughs> and uh, I wore it all the way home. I loved it. He was a lovely fella. I love Rich Hall. Yeah. <laughs> great memories. Great memories they were. I, I, I love, I really miss, I mean, we all miss it, don't we? We miss the circuit. We miss the, the band. So, you know, I mean, our business is all about, let's face it, it's all about interacting with other people. And, you know, this we've been hit so hard. It's awful. Yeah, it's all about watching people's faces, making them laugh. It's a wonderful thing to make somebody laugh. I think absolutely. Uh, I've done. I've been on both sides now. I've done the of singing. Uh, you know, I've seen what it's like to sing in someone's face, and I and I know what it's like to make someone laugh. And when I you say when you say singing into someone's face, are you just singing what? really? Really no, loudly at one no, person's no, I, face. I mean, seeing their faces, not going up to the ground. Ah! <laughs> but, uh, but, but, you know, when you come onto a stage, you start singing. And if it's you're singing well and they like it, you know, you see their faces light up. But to me, there's nothing like seeing people laughing and making the belly laugh. I, I just think it's the best feeling in the world, don't you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So yeah. what have you been doing through the through the lockdown? What have you been doing for things to do? Well, to be honest with you, uh, Cal, I haven't been doing much. And that's the truth. I've been looking for things to do. I've, You know, I've, I go out of the studio and I think, right, I'm going to write a few songs today because that's what I do as well. I'm a, I'm a songwriter, you know. And But you, I, you start writing and you go... Uh, who's going to listen to it? You know what am I doing? You know, I get like that. You know, if there's no purpose, I don't get you know uh, energized for it. <coughs> I've got no incentive. If I've got no incentive, I can't be bothered. But I mean, I suppose you need to look at the the, the bigger picture in that. Say, like the the success of Sven, Sven, Sven. That took you all over the world, didn't it? Well, it, well, it took us to, uh, I wouldn't say all over the world. It, uh, really, truthfully, it was uh, it was only this country, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm sure you told me a story of going into, was it in Spain somewhere? You, you were on a... Oh, no, but that's hardly all over the world, Cal. a couple of hours on the plane. Well, that is um, true. I was trying to make it bigger than it was, Johnny. I was trying to make you out to be an international superstar. Well, I appreciate that, my friend, but no... It didn't take, but in fact, really, when you look at Schwen and all those football records, they, you know, you are only limited to, to, to this country, really. Yeah. I mean, certainly Germany are not going to take it, are they? <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> so, um, but Sweden liked it, I think. Uh, and we did go to Spain, uh, but that was really, we, 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 were at, we were in Spain a lot before we did Schwen. In fact, uh, we used to do a lot of gigs in Spain. With a bloke called um, a bloke called Tony Redding. Now, the Tony Redding used to get us a load of gigs, right? Right. He was a nutcase. <laughs> he was very fun. And Tony Redding would would be, he used to book all the looky. He used to call them looky likes. Right. So he'd book all the looky likes, and we'd do all the gigs with the looky likes. So we turned. We used to do like a week stint here and a week there, you know, booked up, and he'd book us in all these places. So we did. I remember we turned up for the first. First stint, and he's and he's given us the car. We turned up, and he said, "Here, I have this car for the week," and it was the most clapped out <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like it was a Mercedes, but it was like from nineteen sixty two. And anyway, so he said, "Follow me. We'll put some uh, petrol in it." And well, we followed him, 
and we, we stopped at the petrol station and <laughs> he's come over to the car and he went, be careful, he said, because um, last time, Billy Holiday put diesel in it. <laughs> this old blues singer standing there putting diesel in. Billy Holiday put diesel in. He didn't used to call them by their names, by the the artists that they were, you know, impersonating. So, yeah, George Mark was here last week and, uh, you know, Billy Holiday put diesel in that. You know, he, he, oh, Prince... Uh, Prince is coming around in a minute. You know, it's all that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very funny, very funny man. Tony Reddy, what a character. So were you working the circuits down in Spain then yes. quite a lot? Yeah, yeah, we used to do a lot of it. And we became really, I suppose, before before we did Spain, we were the darlings of the uh, of the Zedless celebrity world, let's say. Yeah. We do all the EastEnders parties, and we'd do every everyone's party. We, you know, we'd we'd be there. You know, hang on, you did the EastEnders parties. We did all the EastEnders parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. Oh, well, Steve, well I need to ask you, who was the biggest party animal at EastEnders parties? Well, I can tell you this: me and Sid Owen used to have a bit of a laugh. Sid Owen's Ricky, isn't he? Ricky, Ricky, and uh, and uh, of course Bianca, who was played by. Patsy. Patsy Palmer. Patsy right? Palmer. So we always have a good laugh with them mm-hmm. because they were around our age, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, and of and course, of course, you must have met Babs, Dame Barbara Windsor. Unfortunately not. She came in. Uh, she, she did apparently used to love a party with the girls. Yeah. And I was, that was the one person I'm gutted that I, I didn't meet her. Oh. My, my mate, actually, the Robbo. You remember the Robbo? Yes. Told you about my friend the, the Robbo. He um he actually met her. He what Russell used to do a uh, used to take he used to a delivery driver, but he also used to take people backwards and forwards onto a set. You know, one of those. And he was driving like a, like a golf buggy style thing. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So he uh, he drove to a set once where we took some people to it. And it was the set of, I think Sky One did a Barbara Windsor thing where she was a young girl. Yeah. It was a really good thing. And she was there. And Russell was a big, he was a big Sid James fan like me. He had a, a T-shirt with Sid on it. And Barbara Windsor came, he said Barbara Windsor came up to him, went, oh, that's lovely. Look at Sid. Like that. So that was nice. You know, he, he met her and I didn't. But uh, I'd like to have met Babs. Sorry that she's gone, isn't it? She's a fabulous uh, actress. Fabulous actress. Wonderful. Well, a character. Yeah. One of the character. One of the true characters, wouldn't she? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me let me go through right because I love EastEnders. Oh. Let me go through. Oh. Right. So, did you meet Ian Beale? Met Ian Beale. Adam Wood yet? I, I met Ian Beale at, at uh, a. A charity, fo- a charity football match with Terry Alderton because don't forget Terry Alderton went to EastEnders for a year. He did, yeah. He was uh, Bianca's yeah. partner. He was Bianca, um, Terry Spraggan in it. That's it. Yes. So I, I go with him to the and we went. I met I met Ian Bill and Ian Bill Adam Woodchat is Adam is Ian and Ian is Adam. Really? <laughs> um, I've, maybe that's. Do you, do you know? I always say that it's very difficult. I think if you're playing yourself. Because people have got to take to you as yourself. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Peter Sellers always famously said, 
you know, if I played myself, you wouldn't want to watch me for five minutes <laughs> because I'm so boring. So I always say that if you're playing yourself like Adam is, uh, as Ian Bill, or what, you know, the, the two are the same. Yeah. There is no difference. No, but a nice fella. It was all right, Adam. Met, uh, of course, Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer's Danny Dyer. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he's just this himself in everything, isn't he? <laughs> he's absolutely, he's, he's no different whatsoever. Well, actually, we mentioned Danny Dyer, and I said to you, when I was doing Love Sport with you, doing the radio show, uh, we were talking about um, Cockney rhyming slang, because I, yeah. see, I knew you're having a bubble, right? And I knew that that was, oh, you, you're taking the mickey here. And I yes. couldn't work out what the Cockney rhyming slang was. And you told me it was right. bubble bath having a yeah, laugh. Having a, well, yeah, having a bubble, yeah. Those are those, aren't they? Like we went through the uh, the rhyming slang for money, which is a lot of it I don't... Uh, you've got 25 quid, which is a pony. A pony. Yeah, you've got 50 quid, which is a bullseye or a nifty. But most people say a bullseye. You've got 100, qu- 100 quid, which is a longan. Or a ton. Or, or a century or a ton. Yeah, and I don't know why this one is. I have to look it up. There's 200 quid, which is a bottle. Right, a bottle. Bottle, mate. Then you've got 300 quid, which is a carpet. <laughs> why 300 no. quid for a carpet? 300 quid for a carpet. 400 quid, I suppose you could say a double bottle. Uh, 500 quid is, is either a monkey. Uh, my mate used to call it a small gorilla. <laughs> uh, well, well, actually, <laughs> you say that. We had a text in on the show once that was... Uh, um, an unwell octopus is six pounds because of six yes. squid. <laughs> didn't we? We did. We covered this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We covered all this. Pavarotti. Pavarotti was a tenner. <laughs> I forgot that one. That was a great one. Pavarotti was a tenner. Yeah, yeah, I'd never heard of that one before. Was it Lady Godiva as a fiver? Lady Godiva was a fiver, and then you had a, a grand, which is a a bag of sand. Bag of sand, yeah. Bag of sand. <laughs> or a grand is actually a grand is um, rhyming slang itself. Anyway, that's there we true. Are. Yeah, yeah. So you are now uh, producing more and more in your own studio and stuff like that. I'm trying, you, you know, what I'm going to try and do at the moment uh, in this lockdown, and we're still going to be in lockdown for we don't know how long, do we? No. Uh, we don't know how long. I mean, our profession. Let's face it. Is going to be the last to come back. You know, we've got to we've got to realise that. I think. Um, so I'm not going to see. We're not going to see any faces for a while uh, in the audience. I can't stand watching these TV programs. Like I was watching. I'm not watching it, but I saw Dancing on Ice last night. Was um, oh god, that's a dreadful program. And um, it is though, isn't it? Have you oh, seen? Have no, you... I can't watch it. I can't watch it. It's not my cup of tea at all. I, I used to get into Strictly. I loved a bit of Strictly. Yeah, yeah, don't mind a bit strictly. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, don't, you don't like dancing on ice, do you, Mum? No, 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 she no. don't. Mind. Um, but a, an old mate of mine, Rufus Hound, was on there. Rufus Hound, yes, yeah, yeah. And I, I knew Rufus way back in the old days when we used to do it. Uh, we used to come up to I can't remember where it was now, but Rufus used to come back to my house and and me, me and Terry, we'd have a laugh, you know, have a drink and whatever. Great time, great time with Rufus. So that was just before he he cracked it, actually. But he's uh, he was in the middle of he said he was in the middle of doing a 
a play in the West End, a musical, I think. And it's just about to open, and they called them all to the uh, to the dressing room and said, "Right, that's it, finished." So you know, I mean, it's terrible what's going on out there. It, it is tough, and I mean, and I, I do lots of shows, and, and I'll, I'll yeah, be totally honest with you. Yeah, this year. Yeah, I didn't do Panto this year. Oh no, yeah. I didn't. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh yes, you did. But it was. I mean, I'll be honest with you. The thought of having a Christmas off was brilliant. I was like, oh, brilliant. But you get two weeks into it and you're like, you're twiddling your thumbs. You don't know what to do. Um, you're not meant to be answering him here. Mum's chipping in. Going, yeah, that's terrible, that is. <laughs> <laughs> you're not meant to be put by I'm sure the, uh, the audience don't mind. <laughs> but I, I'm friends with loads of people on social media and stuff that share. They keep sharing this picture of an empty theatre and full... Aeroplanes. I've seen it. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it annoys me a little bit, but the thing is, to me, I go, well, the the answer isn't to open the theatres, the answer is to ground the planes. <laughs> hey, isn't it? I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? They're only just beginning to do it. <coughs> I don't understand it, girl. The government do not make sense, do they? That's no. the trouble. Well, it's, uh, it's all over the place. Fuck. Let's <laughs> Hang on, I can't go. I can't go without hearing a little bit of my favourite. Where is he? Where's favorite? Donald? What, what is Donald? <laughs> what is Donald making of all this? Listen, I think you're a great guy, Johnny. You're a great guy. I'm currently <laughs> turning the heating high, high up in the White House, chucking crest seeds all over the floor. And I'm sewing prawns into the curtains. Good luck, Joe. Good luck. <laughs> uh, so what is... Well, let's let's say, for argument's sake, pandemic is over tomorrow, Johnny. What's yeah. next for you? What do you want to do? Well, hopefully, I think what I'm going to do is... Uh, I think, Cal, I'm going to start getting a little act together. And I'm going to make it within with music and comedy combined because, uh, you know, th there's always a nice little mixture, isn't it? You've got people like Bill Bailey and uh, you've been very successful at doing yeah. it. And uh, there's a few others. I can't, I can't think of their names. Tim mentioned, uh, Charlie, Tim mentioned in one. Charlie Baker and Tim Vine. Uh, another bloke called Andy Askins. You know Andy? Yes, Andy's a very funny man. Very funny man, and uh, but you know what, Andy, if he, he wouldn't mind me saying this, Andy's had the same set for like twenty years since I've known him, and he every time I've seen him, he's doing the same set, but it works for him, you know. He's it got. Works. I did a, a weekend with him at the stand in Newcastle, which is where I live yeah. up here, and he was up, yeah. and uh, he had a oh wonderful man, lovely, lovely yeah, man, a lovely, lovely man, Andy. and uh, he had a joke that. This very rarely happens, but I, I spat my beer out when I heard <laughs> it. And uh, I, I'm sure he won't mind me saying it, but this is Andy's Go joke on. where he said, uh, he goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've just had a call before I came on here to say that I am expecting my first child. And that obviously gets a huge round of applause. And yes. he follows it up with, to move out. Uh, <laughs> 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 great joke Andy Askin very, very funny man very very yeah, funny man that's, that's what I'm going to do I'm going to try and get an act together and, and go back out there because this you know when when I can pandemic over uh, because I think you know there's nothing as I said to you there's nothing better than 
right, combining the two, singing and comedy. So seeing them, seeing their face when you're singing and when you're making them laugh, yeah. you can't be. I think, and I do believe, although we're being hit really hard at the moment, the arts industry, I think we are going to come back stronger than ever and people are going to want to come out. I'm sure we will. I've, got, sure uh, we'll. I've got one final question for you, Johnny Sperling. Yes. Who of your show business friends would you like to see on this podcast? Who of my show business friends would I like to see on this podcast? I tell you what, I'll try and get Joe Pasquale. He's my friend. He's a friend of mine, and Joe he's a great you, Joe. Get, try and get Joe. I've written Joe, Joe Pasquale down. Joe's, Joe's always, Joe's always a, a winner to have as a guest, and he's a lovely man, Joe. He's a lovely, lovely man. He, um, How did we you meet to- Joe? Well, through Terry, of course. Now, I met, I met, well, w, I, I, through Terry, I met most of the comedians. I think I met you once, but I don't think we realised we did meet. I'm, I'm sure we did. I can't remember it, but, um, but no, you met Terry, didn't you? I know you met Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Joe, uh, that, he's, J- Terry did a, an act, uh, a play, sorry, called, oh, God, it 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 eludes me what what it was, but it was a he did a play with Joe, a straight play um, about two Shakespearean characters. Crust, oh, I can't remember the bloody name of it, but it was about two characters from a Shakespearean play, and they're backstage. I can't remember the name of it. People out there will be screaming at me <laughs> what it is. But he did that in. Norway, I think, or somewhere like that. And um, when I came back, I met Joe Pasquale because he did that play with him. And and then when we were doing the Johns, we did a we did the South End Palace Theatre, which I'm sure you've done. And uh, he came there and he saw the Johns, and he came back. He went, "Love, that was brilliant." I can't do his voice. Terry does it brilliantly. Can you do him? Well, you know, just a little bit. You know, la, 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 la. <laughs> and he loved it. He went, loved that. It was brilliant, brilliant. And uh, he really did love the Johns. He took my number and and uh, he texted me the next morning saying well, it was fantastic last night. And we became, you know, not friends, but you know, acquaintances. And uh, I used to get him on the when we were doing Love Sport, Bell and Spell. I'd, I'd get him on now and again. And he was just always a great guest. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right, well, I've written him down. Joe Pasquale uh, will be coming <laughs> to your ears soon, listener. <laughs> well, I'm not saying plural, listener. Uh, so, <laughs> Johnny Spurley, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Oh, it's been lovely. Lovely having a chat. It, remi- it re- reminded me very much of when we used to do our show in the mornings. It was great fun, wasn't it? We had a... Well, I, actually, before we go, I think I want to tell us this story. Is that we used to? So, oh. I stayed in Romford, which is where yeah. you live. Yes, and after the show one time, we got <laughs> we got on the tube to go back to Romford together. We did, and what happened, Johnny? Well, we got on the tube, and what it is, uh, we got from Southwark. You go from from a train station called Southwark, and we go to what's the name of the one in uh, Stratford? Yeah, and that train goes uh, literally. You stay on the train, and if you stay on the train, it goes from Stratford to Southwark, and then. It'll, if you stay on the train, it will go from Stratford back to Southwark. Well, we were talking away and went from Stratford to uh, from Southwark to Stratford, and everyone got off at Stratford. But you and I were still talking. Didn't realise that they were changing over, and we went back to Southwark. <laughs> 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 
think actually we got to about, I don't know where, a stop before Southwark. And I went, what are we doing here? We, we just, and you went, oh my God, we've, we've, got, we've got back and come back again. Yeah, I think we went back to Canary Wharf, I think it was. I think it was then. <laughs> yeah. Then we had to get, oh. Johnny Sperling, thank you very much indeed for coming on the podcast. Say hello to my, your mum for friend. me as well. Bye, mum. Bye, mum. Bye, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> The Cal Halbert Podcast. And there we have it. There is my podcast and interview with the fabulous, yes, fabulous Johnny Sperling. (laughs) If you enjoyed it as much as I did, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe and tell all your friends. And if you can, give us a five-star review. Go on. You know you want to. (laughs) I don't know why I did an evil laugh. I'm sorry. See you next time. The Cal Halbert Podcast. You've been listening to a Calvert Media production.